Hey all, Marty here. I wanted to invite you to our live call every Tuesday, 1 p.m. East, 10 a.m. West in the ACB community. If you want to listen live, you can tune in on ACB Media 5 or bring your questions live. Check us out in Clubhouse or visit acb.community to get more information about how you can join the Zoom calls. The replays are also shared on your favorite podcast platform. Search for Unmute Presents. This has been an ACB community call. Today's Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, February 27th, 2024. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Unmute. As usual, here at the top, we got some announcements. Uh, First thing is we want to make sure that everyone gets through the first questions first. So if everyone gets their question answered first time through, then we'll take second questions. Also, make sure that you stay... Wow, brain fart. We want to make sure that everybody gets the same respect that you get. And so please give everyone that opportunity. And remember, there's no dumb questions. The question of the day today is, do you use earbuds? And if you do, which ones do you prefer? And do you like in-ears, over-the-ears, full-size ones? So that'd be interesting to hear what all of you have to say about that. And with me today, as usual, I've got Michael Babcock. How are you doing, Michael? I am doing well, Marty, and I appreciate that. I am fond of the Shocks headphones. I'm always wearing my Open Run Pros because they're so lightweight. They keep my ears open, and though they don't have the best sound quality, they're they're awesome to be able to let me navigate my environment without having to struggle to hear things. So. Yesterday, we published on Technically Working an episode called Navigating the Waves, Audio Mastery and Self-Care Insights. Uh, Very interesting conversation with Demasi and myself about how he almost walked out on the Randolph Shepard training program in Alabama on Wednesday due to sensory sensory overload. And I think he needs to hear that DKM ad if uh, we're talking about sensory overload. So definitely something to give a listen to. Really enjoyed that conversation. And we talked about some new voice recorders. Marty, myself, I I think Zoom got a lot of money out of out of the group of of colleagues on sunday unmute presents digital bite do restart do restart earbuds was what i gave the title of that a little clever uh, play there um as you may know on the digital bites content which comes out every sunday now we have three segments one is an app review one is a mobile tip and the third one is a review of some hardware so chris reviewed some earbuds that kind of stimulated the question for today. Marty showed you again from our 2022 podcast episode, how to tell Siri to restart your phone. And then I shared with you an annoying reminder app. So if you have problems where it comes to remembering to do things, yes, yes, I'm looking at myself here, then you may want do spelled D-U-E. It is an $8 application. On the Shell Phone Show, we shared how to turn off the phone, both using 
the menu and with your voice. So if you're interested in that on the Blind Child Classic 2, definitely give that a listen. And that is the content we've posted over the last week. Sheila, who do we got first? All right, Jane. Hey, Jane. Hey, Jane. Hello. And yes, I'll be getting my Zoom H1E today. I am it's nice. I got mine yesterday. Waiting. You're the, the second person box. who has told me today that there was coming today. And I thought mine was coming today, but it ended up coming yesterday. <laughs> but I just have a tip for those of us who like to reset iPhones, which I had yesterday. I'm not thinking that I forgot that I had my passcode enabled mm. when <laughs> I reset my phone. All of my accessibility settings including siri went away I, I tried plugging into the mac until it said passcode or i had to get excited help to even enter my passcode so do note <laughs> that if you're gonna reset your phone that's interesting so yeah. was this before the actual reset process or was this after the phone reset and then it came back on so i just did the you know, just a settings reset tire phone, which then left all my accessibility options were like there was no shortcut, yep. no Siri. Yep. And so the night I was, I thought, oh, okay, fine. I will plug it into the Mac and look at the finder window. But no, you're... Because <laughs> you have you to out. trust that Mac because you've reset all your settings. So you're not able to see the iPhone in Finder at that point. Yeah. And yeah. that was fun. I had, literally had to get sighted help. So if you ever stuck, just remember, I don't know how to turn on... Well, I shouldn't have turned off my passcode in the first place. But, you know, you might need some sighted help to get... You know. beautiful jane thank thanks for that reminder so just to recap if you go into settings you go to general you go down to reset erase and reset and then you choose reset all settings that's going to do just that that's going to reset all of your settings on your phone including the triple click of the side button or home button which is set up as a accessibility shortcut setting uh, because you reset all the settings that disabled that. In addition, it will also disable Siri because, again, enabling Siri is a setting. So it's it's doing literally what it tells you to do. That sounds like an oversight on Apple's part, but definitely appreciate that feedback. Thanks, Jane. Who do we got next there, Sheila? Teresa. Hey, Teresa. We don't hear you, Teresa. You're muted. All right, we'll go to Beth. Okay. Oh, there you are. Oh, hey, okay. Teresa. Go it ahead. was getting my star, my star six wouldn't co cooperate with me. Gotcha. Okay, I have, I have, I guess you could call them old school earbuds, the kind that you, no, not in your phones with just one single piece. It's, you know, two earbuds, mm -hmm. you know, two buds, one for each ear, <clears throat> and it's a little plug that whatever I'm listening to, if it's got a place to, you know, for a three millimeter, what is that three? millimeter jack yep 3.5 millimeter 3.5 millimeter okay that's what i use i know that sounds old school i prefer the kind that loop on your ear but if i can't get those at least i like the gummy the kind that are gummy i do not like the plastic you know it's kind of plastic for the earbuds because those things used to irritate my ears very badly 
So I like the, I prefer the gummies better. Okay. Even though sometimes those come off. But <clears throat> I know as things um, get more technic, you know, more technically advanced, there are ways to get the type of earbuds that you can pair with a device rather than having to plug it in. And in this way you can walk around freely, you know, with the earbuds in it so that you don't have to carry that particular device with you unless there's a reason you need to. Yep. And, and I'll tell you, know, you Teresa, nice... using the three point yeah. five millimeter headphone coming from an audio background is is gonna be the most accurate and give you the highest quality of audio. <laughs> Even though Bluetooth is right. good, you're still gonna get some degradation and compression because blue that's the nature of Bluetooth. Um, so so don't feel bad about still using those headphones because they sound good and, and as right. long as they keep working, then you're good to go. Right. And when I you know, when I'm in bed at night I prefer earbuds because, you know, headphones would be kind of cumbersome when you're trying to lay lay your head on your pillow. But earbuds work better. Yes, ma'am. They do have sleep phones, which is a soft headband that goes around your head. And it's got yes. soft speakers that sit near your ears. And people do find those to be even more comfortable to wear than headphones or earbuds. Those are Bluetooth, so you don't have to worry about twisting yourself up into cables and stuff. But that's what some people use to sleep with as well. Where can this be obtained? AT Dyes sells them. You can buy them on Amazon or sleepphones.com. Sleep, S-L-E-E-P? And yep. then P-H-O-N-E-S? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yep. Or, of course, give us a call to AT guys and we can help you out. Okay. Perfect, well, thank Teresa. You. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Who, who do we got next, Sheila? Beth. Hey, Beth. Beth, you're muted. Okay. There you are. Can you hear me? Yes, yes I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. I I just encountered, I wanted to, I wanted to use my Bluetooth wire, the, the headphones, the, I mean, the earbuds, and Mm-hmm. And it said kept same power on, and I've been charging it, and it didn't say connected. Now, now I know it's it's pretty windy here, so I don't know if that has something to do with that. Because if it needed to be charged, it would when you know I wouldn't hear wouldn't hear the phone for a while until I wouldn't hear anything on on the through the head earbuds and until it said connected. So, or yeah, so what kind of earbuds do you have, Beth? Huh? What kind of earbuds do you have? It's a Bluetooth. It Bluetooth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That that doesn't help. So what I would suggest is reaching out to the manufacturer, whoever you purchased them from, and yeah, ask how to from put Walmart. Them in. Okay. Huh? So you you need to look up at how to put them into pairing mode because it sounds like they're not pairing to your phone. If it says that the that they are powered on, then it sounds like they have battery power. But if they're not paired with your phone, you're not going to hear your phone at all. Oh, maybe they have. Yeah, yeah. Because before I didn't hear my phone, but when I, you know, I still heard my phone like today. Today, I still heard the phone and I just didn't hear it through the ears. Yeah, yeah. So when it says powered on, then that's coming from the earbuds themselves. That's not coming from your phone. Right. So as I said, it sounds like if you don't hear connected or something similar to that, and you don't hear your voiceover through your earbuds, then they need to be put in pairing mode. Now, what could okay. happen is if you go to your iPhone and then you go to settings, and then you go yeah. to Bluetooth, you can... Mm-hmm two sections in the Bluetooth section. 
The top section is the paired devices section. So that's devices you've connected to your phone. You can go there and see if the earbuds show there and then try to double tap on them and see if it connects. If it doesn't connect, if it doesn't connect, then look in the bottom section, which is listing all of the items in your area that are currently in pairing mode. And then try to double tap on them in that bottom section. And that should get them connected for you, okay? And just make okay. sure you yeah, don't connect to your phone, your like neighbors. When I, got them, when I got them, I paired them myself. So I'll probably have to, maybe they, something happened that they need to be paired again. <laughs> okay. That, thank you. Yep. That is possible. And give that a try, Beth. And let us know if you have other questions. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Of course. Sheila, who do we got next? Marie. Hey, Marie. Hey, Marie. Marie, you're still muted, dear. All right, we'll come back to Marie. Pam. Hello. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I came in oh, a little late. You are, Marie. I forgot okay. it button. You'd think I'd know better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like the Apple AirPods Pro, except for the short battery life is not not wonderful. And so I, I actually like the Apple wired earbuds. <laughs> they're they're really great. Sound is great. The mm-hmm. you know, I know it's you got a wire, and that's kind of a problem. But my question is, I use the Shox Open Run, not the Pros, just the Open Run. And I have I have them pro to a thir- paired to a th- 13 Pro, and they work absolutely wonderful. And I did the multi-point sharing and paired them with my 13 Mini, which is my primary phone that I usually have with me when I go out somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it connects, and it shows connected, but I get... Nothing through the headphones at all. Nothing. No sound. You have any ideas whatsoever other than having to just return them? I, I just, I can't figure out a... One thing program. you could check is there's actually like two volumes. The shocks have a volume setting, which you can pump the volume up on those. But there's also a phone setting where you can pump the rocker volume button up. So if your shocks volume ended up somehow going all the way down to nothing, then you may not be hearing anything or it might be very quiet and you're not hearing it. So a lot of times what you have to do is figure out where the happy place is to set the volume on the shocks. And once you have that, you just leave it and then you can go with the volume on the actual phone from there. But Actually, I've tried both of those things and I and still didn't hear work, nothing. Huh? Mm-hmm. So here's what I would do. And of course, what I do is not necessarily always the right answer, but it's what I would try. I would try to reset the shocks open runs to factory defaults, and I can give you those directions if you need them. And and then pair to the iPhone 13 mini first and see if you get audio, and then use the iPhone 14 as your secondary pairing device. Okay, so should I turn- forget it? Um, should I forget it on both devices first? That's what I would do. Yeah, go ahead and okay. forget it after you've reset the the shocks open runs. Mm-hmm. Go in and flick down on the shocks in both devices to delete, and then you can delete those from. It's either delete or more options, and then go in and remove those from both of your phones, and then mm-hmm. set it up as a brand new pair. So if you turn the shocks on by pressing and holding that volume up key, mm-hmm. continue pressing it. For about five, three to five seconds, and the shocks will prompt you and say pairing mode. Once it's in pairing mode, 
hold the multi-function button, so the button you use to play pause audio, the mm -hmm. volume up and the volume down buttons for three to five seconds, and then turn your headphones off by pressing and holding that volume up button again. Okay. Um, that's what the directions say. I think it actually turns them off for you automatically after you reset them. Mm -hmm. But once you've done that, then turning them back on will automatically put them into pairing mode. And then, as I said, reconnect them to the 13 mini. See if you First. get audio feedback from that. And if you do, then use the put them into multi pairing mode and then mm -hmm. you can pair the 14 with them as well. Okay. I probably won't do multi. I'm not crazy about multi-pairing. So if I can get them with the 13 mini, I'll be happy with that. Thank yeah. You. I, I'm not crazy about multi. I mean, it's, it's cool that it's a thing, but for it's, me, it's, it's very irreliable. Iffy. It's iffy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then if you forget those directions, of course, there's the podcast that you can go listen to or the Google search that I typed in real quick was mm -hmm. reset aftershocks, open run to factory settings. Okay. And that'll pop up a quick Google search under the heading that says I should stop talking and actually know what I'm talking about first. It says featured <laughs> snippet of the on the web. And then that gives you the four step process there. Thank you, Michael. No worries. Thanks a lot. <laughs> bye bye. Who do we got next there, Sheila? Pam Coffee. Hey, hey Pam. Pam. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay uh, as far as I know. <laughs> oh, good. Glad to hear uh, that. Yes. I wanted to answer the question of the day. Yes, I am a very enthusiastic user of earbuds, headphones, depending on what I'm doing. Right now, I am on a headset, Bluetooth, that is an actual headphone. It goes over over the ears. It's not a not one of the real expensive ones like, you know, it's not an Apple whatever. Mm-hmm. But it it works. It sounds quite the uh, music sounds really good on it. And I'm a music person. So and even though it's not technically it is not noise canceling because it has very substantial padding around the headphones, it muffles a lot of the extraneous sounds which is wonderful when there's a racket going on outside <laughs> yeah uh, i imagine now, when i am out and about i don't want everything to be muffled so when i'm on the go i use earbuds just inexpensive earbuds that don't muffle the the sound and if need be i will even take one out of one ear if I need to, you know, hear traffic noise or whatever better. And if all else fails, I'll take, pull them both out until whatever the thing is I need to hear is passed. But they are, because they're earbuds and they're teeny tiny, they don't, they don't take up a lot of room when you're on the go. And, you know, they, you can put them in your pocket or put, or if it's the kind that has the little collar thing around, you know, the loosely fits around your, your neck. And then the buds are actually connected to that collar by a short little wire. They're easy to maneuver when you are out 
on the go. And I like the ones that have the longer battery life because it's not good when you're out somewhere and your your uh, headset suddenly or your earbuds or whatever suddenly die. And I do still have a 3.5 millimeter, the little earbuds that, that are wired that I'll use if necessary. But yes, I am a firm believer in headphones, headsets, earbuds. Again, depending on exactly where I am, what I'm doing determines which one I'm on at a particular time. And I have gone through many of them over the years. <laughs> I've worn yeah, many a many a set of them out. But once you find that that brand and that style that you like, you you tend to go back to them, I imagine, because that's that's definitely how I am. Once I find a pair that I like, I want to try to find those again. I do that to a point, but oftentimes, if I know of one is probably nearing the end of its life, I'll look for the the specials, and it's not always the same brand. But you know, I'm looking to. Get something decent, but save a bit of money in the process. Yeah. So uh, I don't always, and and I really don't have a favorite brand because there are several, there are any number of them that I have liked. There are a few that I just haven't cared for as much and I don't get those again, but I'm not as particular as some people are on their earbuds or their headphones. I do want it to sound decent. I want it to have good battery life. Uh, And most important, I want it to work. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, thanks a lot, Pam. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks. uh, Before we go to the next hand, I just want to encourage each and every one of you. I see we have four hands here, so don't be shy. Feel free to raise your hand. Sheila, who do we got next? Lynn. Hey, Lynn. Hi. Hi. Hope you guys are doing well today. Thank you. Thank you. you. Hope you're doing well. Hopefully you are as well. Yeah, thank you. So I I use I have an, an iPhone and so I use the the Apple wired headset plus I use the Powerbeats Pro sometimes and sometimes I use the AirPods which are my favorite. And then for I use the AfterShocks for for pod for what we're on now webinars <laughs> trying to think of the name. So the thing is I I wish that they would make it easier on the on the aftershocks to use the mic because <laughs> you can't do that very well when you're like dictating to the phone so by easier on the mic you you hope that that they'll like make it so the mic can hear you better or what do you mean by yeah that? because on on my phone i mean i mean like if i want to if i want to do a search in bard or whatever i have to turn them off and i have to do it mm. Mm. yeah which are you on the shocks right now because you're sounding pretty good right now Right, but I and I guess I do in in the you know when I'm actually on the you know on the calls, but when I try to do anything on the like dictation wise, like I was trying to dictate a message today to somebody in the messages app, and it just it couldn't wouldn't wouldn't hear it. Ah, that's that's frustrating. I I can't say that I've encountered that myself. It might be worth resetting your shocks and seeing if something got. Really? Because um, I thought that was the, the thing settings. about them, though. I thought that that they was that was a big thing with them that they didn't hear the, you um, know, that you couldn't do that very well. With. It it could be with older ones. I'm not sure which specific shocks you have. I can say I don't have that issue with the Open Run Pros. I don't think I have those. 
Ah, um, yeah. I, I got mine are about six months old. Okay. Do you have the open comms with the microphone on the left side? Uh, yes. And okay. I have to bring it down. I have to bring it down to speak. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know. Um, I, I will have Demasi do some testing because he has my test pair of open run, uh, open comms and see if there's a setting that you can enable to make that work. But I can imagine the frustration with that for sure. And and sometimes it is easier to just turn them off, do the dictation and then go on uh, with your day. So thanks for letting me know that you struggle with that because that's good to know. Can I ask a quick question? I, I didn't have one and then you, you made me have one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, Glad so to I use. I use a an app called Revision Fitness. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I have. But anyway, I use that app. I just started using it, but I have a roommate and and she's noisy, so it's hard for me to have it like out in the air when I'm doing the there's a classroom app mm-hmm. or a classroom part of that that shows you the exercises. Yeah. Do is there can you recommend any kind of earbud or headset that would not be ruined by like, you know, if you have to lay on that one side or whatever, I, I don't know if there even is such a thing. So you mentioned AirPods. AirPods are, I believe, IP67 rating, so they won't get ruined if you have some sweat and stuff with them. So um, that- I have to be very careful with those. And I'm telling you, because I have, I have a very narrow ear canal, and mm-hmm. so they don't stay in well. Okay. Um, and so we're changing out the tips on them and putting headset, on the... I'm thinking. The smaller tips, they usually come with different Nothing. tips. Yeah. And I, I've been like to a, I have to go to an, an ear, uh, ENT because I have problems with, with cleaning. And they said that, I mean, I'm using the AirPods and they're fine, but I have to be very careful which head positions. Like I, yeah. I couldn't lay down with them because they would never stay in. And he told me that, that, that AirPods will never be good for me for that reason. So one other suggestion for you could be to not overcomplicate it and just use your open comms. Really? They won't? Okay. Because they're designed for runners. So, so, so they're fine okay. with getting sweaty. And they're, that's, that's what Aftershock's business was started for, was for people who are athletic. So okay. if you're comfortable with wearing those, I would just wear those instead of overcomplicating it. Sleep phones would oh. work, but the problem with those is you're going to get sweaty. So you'll have to pull out the ear, bu- the ear pieces and then wash that, that band. Oh, so it doesn't okay. become stinky. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. But, they, but the aftershocks would work then, huh? Yeah. The shocks would work just fine because they were created for runners. So unless you're oh. sweating more than a runner sweats, then I think you should be good to go. And they okay. don't go in your ear, so you don't have to worry about the canal part. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. The, okay. the gotcha is they're not going to block out that noisy roommate. <laughs> well, that's okay. As long as she doesn't have to hear my exercises. <laughs> there, there you go. Well, thanks for calling in. And, uh, Thank we you so much. It. Sheila, who do we got next? Janet. Hey, Janet. Hey, Janet. Hello, everybody. Hi there. I was going to say that they also make head headband earphones. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what, what they're called, but my husband has a pair of headband. You put them on like a headband and they have your earphones inside of them type thing. Okay. Yeah. That kind of sounds like possibly what the sleep phones are. They go around his head and they sit on his ears. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, and it's, it's like a, a it's soft a, fabric. It's got a, it's, got a, it's got a button in the front that's your, that's your pair and all that. Yep. Yep. And I also, I also like, Hello, hello speakers for um, yes. reading books and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Someone introduced me to the pillow speakers. 
couple of years ago and I had never heard of them and those look pretty cool. So appreciate that. I, Thanks, actually, I actually have, I actually have a pair hooked up to my Victor reader. So there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. So you have a great day. Yep, you thanks, too. Anna, thanks you too. a lot. Mary Beth. Hey, Mary Beth. Hey, Michael. Hey, Marty. Hey, how are you? Good. Doing okay. You guys are, I'm with Marie. I'm the wired headphones mm-hmm. <laughs> or ear, earbud. And I, lots of times I'll travel with my iPhone. So I have, you know, earbuds with a lightning cable on them. I guess I, it, as, as you guys were talking, I was seeing. Do you guys know of a, like a single ear, either headphone or earbud or something with a lightning cable? Not a single one. Yeah, I'm sure they exist, but I'm unaware of a single ear lightning earbud. Now, what you could do is you can get, and they have actually, this is interesting, they created the Apple wired ear pods they're called and they have a lightning port on them and they're both connected to the cable but you can drop one out of your ear and only use you know whichever side you want to use you don't need to have them both in it would just hang down a little bit i guess but you could use that's just a you know one that apple sells it's a white cord with a lightning cable on the end and you can use either ear either both of them or one at a time and it's got a microphone okay. and a like a volume rocker and a play mm-hmm. pause button right in line on the cable so okay. you would just want to make sure that if you're not using that side that you know where the button is if you need to either turn the volume up or down or hit play or pause yeah. or whatever it is you're doing. But they've also <laughs> upgraded those now. And if anyone has an iPhone 15 with the USB-C port on the bottom, they now also make those with a USB-C port on the bottom. So that works out pretty good. You don't have to buy another little dongle adapter thing for them. Oh, and there's okay. a company... Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Thanks. There's a company called J Labs, and they make single ear in-ear monitors for that connect via lightning, specifically for live events, which makes sense. I knew someone had to have made it. Looks like they're $14, and you can get them off of Amazon. And the name of the company is J, like Julia Labs, L-A-B-S. Well, thanks very much, both of you. I appreciate your help. Yeah, no, no worries. Problem. Good luck. All right, I'm not going to guess. Area code 413, ending in 329. Lori, is that you? It's Lori. Hi, Sheila. Hey. Hey, Lori. Hey, Lori. How are you? Hey, Mike. Hey, Michael. Hey, Marty. Hey, everybody. Well, to answer the question of the day, I like over-the-ear wired headphones, which I use for a lot of my electronics, but they're not made for cordless phones unless they have quarter inch plug on the on the cable which they do but they don't fit my iPhone which is unfortunate because they're very comfortable unfortunately I blew them out by having nice. the volume on my library of congress player up too high uh-huh. and now they don't work so I have to get a I have to get a new pair and I don't know what it is about those headphones but you know they I I've blown out I don't know how many pairs of that which I used to wear, uh, I have a uh, SE2020. So if you get another set of those earphones, you can also get an adapter that goes over the 3.5 millimeter jack at the end of the headphones to either okay. lightning, which is what your phone would be. So essentially you'd put that little plug onto the end. You'd you basically plug your headphones into that little dongle. 
And then you can mm-hmm. take that little dongle and plug it into the lightning port on the bottom of your phone. Okay. Yeah, because my charger goes into that same port. And earbuds came with my iPhone, but I don't like them. They keep popping out of my ears, and the they're they're too slippery for my ear canals, I guess. So they keep popping out. So I end up wearing them around my neck, and I can't hear what is going on with my iPhone. So if I can get to the Apple store and have them fit that kind of adapter after I buy a new pair, I can do that. One caller mentioned single ear earphones for cordless phones. I mean, for iPhones, they used to make for, I want to say, flip phones or uh, non-flip phones of yesteryear. They used to make, at least Verizon did, a one-ear headband headset. And I'm not quite sure what the tech name is for that, but it had a microphone and you could plug that into your your cell phone and you could hear with one ear. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what this J labs looks like. It is. It's, it doesn't actually have a band that goes over or behind your head. It just sits in your ear, but it does look like they do have some that would go over your head or behind your head. So uh, appreciate you bringing that up and hopefully they'll be able to find something that helps them. So thanks a lot, Lori. Oh, anytime. Thanks, Marty. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Lori. Have a good one. You too. All right, Bill Mills, you're up. Hey, Bill. Well, I hope I'm Juliana Bell on here. You are. You are. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Just wanted to be sure. So there's just so much here. But first of all, to the earbuds, to the uh, buds, ear uh, phone buds, whatever you call them, earbuds. I can't use those. I can Uh, use the ones that either have the sponge on them, the little. You know, outer sponge. I don't think they make those anymore. Each one is the, mm-hmm. for the wired ones, you know, the earbuds that, but I, I like the plastic ones, but they don't stay in my ear very well. I cannot take the head set, the heavy headset. It closes my ears. So ah. I'm, I'm just in a bad way there. So, and Bluetooth is okay. But my favorite, uh, getting back to the earbuds or whatever you want to call them, is aftershocks. Oh, it's just the w- most wonderful. And I found a three point. I found one that goes into the three point five millimeter jack. So, uh, and it's it's a light one. But I don't mm-hmm. know whether it's open. Mo- I don't think it's open moves. Now I got I bought open moves from AT guys, but mm-hmm. I need to buy the open. What is it? Open com or open. Run? The open comms are the ones with the microphones. Okay. What about the open run? So open run and open run pro are fairly similar. The biggest difference in them is the open run pro is a couple of grams lighter than the open runs. Okay. That's um, what I would want then. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the battery life is about nine and a half hours. Is it better quality as far as listening to music? Yes. Good. It's not going to be, you're it's not going to get a perfect, lot of I know, low but I mean, end. Yeah. You're not going to get a lot of that low end because of the general technology. And, and that's just not possible, but it is going to sound better than the open moves for sure. Okay. Another question. I'm using a microphone plugged into a 3.5 millimeter 
on this very old computer, my age, 70 years old. And of course, I'm kidding. But <laughs> anyway, it's a very, very old computer. Mm-hmm. The microphone is, it, it's just super. I just love it. Uh, but the thing about it, I'm going to, I tried to use my iPhone not long ago, and I was not able to unmute. And I was right at the unmute, mute, and unmute button, but it would not unmute. What causes that? So it could be several things. If you, did you, was it on Zoom or? It was on Zoom. Okay. So there for a very brief period of time, and I don't, I can't tell you exactly what the dates were, but there for a very brief period of time, the Zoom application on iPhone was having some issues with displaying the OK button to confirm that your call was being recorded. And if you can't, if you don't tap that OK button first, as I'm sure you know, on Windows, you're not going to be able to unmute yourself. And I think that's what's what may have been going on is did you get the okay button before you hit the tried to hit the unmute button? I think so. Is that the got it button? Yes. Okay. Yep. So I always do that. I try to, oh, well, I mean, I have slipped up one or two times, but I mean, I really try to, I'm conscious of that. But that was not the case that day. Okay. And I don't know what in the world happened, but I wanted so badly to get on a blind shell. I love, you know, I'm very active with that. Yeah. And, yeah, time. unfortunately, there could be a lot of different things that was causing it. All I can recommend is try try it again from your iPhone, and hopefully it'll work next time. And make sure to get that OK or got it button in order to unmute yourself and, and try that out and see if that works. And if it continues to be an issue, you can always send an email to access at zoom.us, and that'll send you right to the accessibility team for Zoom. And you can provide them feedback based on not being able to unmute on the iPhone using voiceover. Okay, thank you. No worries, Belle. Thanks a lot for uh, reaching out and you have a beautiful rest of your day. Judy. Hey, Judy. Hey, guys. I am on my 3.5 millimeter skull candy earbuds. And I will occasionally go onto calls with them. I'm told the microphone sound is great. They are comfortable. I typically will only use them when I'm traveling paratransit or whatever, because I can keep my phone in my purse and just have the microphone in case I want to talk to somebody or use Siri. I've had to replace them once in maybe eight years, maybe longer. Mm-hmm. They're just phenomenal. My cousin gave me his when I got my first iPhone 100 years ago, and, mm-hmm. and I have never used anything else. I mean, I see no reason to use anything else. These are phenomenal. Like I said, they're really comfortable. The audio quality is, is great. So, so yeah, I mean, I, you know, no complaints at all. And, and the durability is, is incredible. There's... Nothing wrong with them at all. Awesome. Good. Well, thanks. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I like school candy too. They're they're awesome headphones. Yeah, yeah, they sure so, are. So that's my you. two cents. All right. Thanks. Well, thanks. Have a great one. You too. Thanks. All right, Randall. Hey, Randall. Yeah. Good morning. How uh, are you? Yeah, I've had a wonderfully helpful win check writing and envelope printing software in the past on Windows. Had it working for Windows 7, then Windows 10, although it's it, it was from a company called Starsoft, and but it was only partially accessible. You know, the setup is, you know, had great 
quite a bit of difficulty in getting them set up. Never could get the envelope printer to work on Windows 10. Then after a computer, the laptop died. I got Windows 11 and I haven't, you know, great deal of trouble getting the check writer set up, you know, on their trial version. And I guess I'll keep trying, but it seems like something a blind community needs about as much as anything. Is there, that's about the only software I could find really. Well, this, just to explain, this is, they got a lot of business software where they print out whole sheets of checks, but this just prints on individual normal, you know, your normal bank checks just fills in the amounts. And, and I mean, is anything else, any other software that anyone knows of? Um, there used to be a software and I'd love it if someone raised their hand and let us know if they're using uh, software to print checks because I don't know of one on windows. I'm going to be fully transparent with you. I have my bank print the checks for me. So I don't, I don't print checks directly. So that could be a solution for you too, to use like bill pay. And then they would write the checks on your behalf and you can send those to individuals if wow, someone that's... has a suggestion for check printing software, please raise your hand because I don't have that answer. Yeah, just appreciate being able to ask. Yeah, yeah thanks for no problem. That StarSoft works, just getting it set up. And, well, you know, yeah. it's helpful. You just get a contractor come in to do some work and, you know, be able to. So you can just give them a check it. right there and not have to yeah. wait. Yeah, I get that. But, uh, but thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Good luck to you. And we'll keep an eye out. Monica. Hey, Monica. Hello. How are you? Um, I'm good. I wanted to let you know that I love using my wired QC35 Bose headphones for listening mm-hmm. to almost everything. And, and I'll also use the earbuds that came with the iPhone. So okay. my, my two questions, well, I have a couple questions, but they're easy for you to answer. One is, can you talk about Club on Mute and is there an annual plan? And two, you mentioned the podcast where someone talked about Paprika 3, and I don't remember which one that was, but it was on last week's episode. I think you mentioned it. Digital Bytes is the podcast it was on. It comes out every Sunday. So I think it was last Sunday's episode. So you can go back in the Unmute feed and find last week's digital bytes and i think that's where paprika was it might have been the week before but i want to say i think it was last week it's in the last it's in the past couple of weeks no more than that perfect and then club unmute is a membership to unmute and we have a couple of extra shows that we do behind the scenes we have something similar to this one day a month and then we also have classes that are being offered. So right now we're working on Reaper Reaper and learning how to use Reaper for pot for editing your podcast specifically. It's like an introduction. So we're starting at 101. So if you're new to Reaper and you're wanting to learn how to use Reaper and edit your podcast or stuff like that, that's what we're doing right now. We've had the first one last Wednesday. Number two is tomorrow. And then in the coming months, we're going to be doing introduction to Braille 
And after that, we're going to be doing introduction, or I'm sorry, I have that backwards. We're going to be doing introduction to JAWS. Then we're going to be doing introduction to Braille. So those are going to be coming in the next few months. And in, we're going to be having some other things going on as well. But in terms of payment, it's $3 a month and you get everything. Or if there's just one particular class, for example, say you only want to take JAWS and nothing else, then it would be a flat fee of $25. And that would be it. And you would just get access to only that one particular class and that would be all but that's how it goes if you go to unmute.show you can get information we do not offer an annual plan at this time and in the search field if you type in food which is my favorite word to type it'll pop right up for the paprika three that was published on february 18th thank you no worries all right stacy hey Hey, stacy One of my questions and i know this is a daring question to find something like this but I'm in the market for a kind of a different kind of computer, but it's I'm taking a shot in the dark and wondering if there's something out there like this. But I don't like these these newfangled computers where there's so little space between the, the, the keys on the on these newfangled keyboards. But I want a laptop and my I can't, hands are so darn dinky, you know, but I'd like to see a a QWERTY keyboard where there's some space in between the the letters, but I want something I can easily carry around, like a laptop. So I'm wondering if there's a a specialized computer with the proper with a Braille, Perkins Braille keyboard on it, it was it has the usual Windows software the the uh, with a win with a braille keyboard attached to it with the Windows keyboard software and the and the jaws or or whatever for mm-hmm. Windows eleven with the latest updates on it but with a Perkins keyboard on it with a yep. So I would look up the L Braille. I believe that has a Perkins style keyboard and it's running Windows on it. And that'll also give you Braille output. Otherwise, the other option for you would be to go with a 16 inch monitor, 16 inch laptop. Computers for the Blind, I believe, offer those as well. That'll have a bigger QWERTY keyboard that will give you the flexibility of being able to type and feel all the keys. But if you specifically want a, a Braille input, look up the L Braille and that's two words, okay? B-L Braille? Yep, L, like Lima, Braille, L Braille. L Braille. Yes, ma'am. Oh, and that would be how much would it be for one? I don't have pricing. You'll need to look that up because it does vary dependent on when you purchase. L Braille. Yes, ma'am. Oh. I Thanks. Think about that, and yep. uh, and and or the and or a, a regular QWERTY keyboard. Yep. Look up a sixteen-inch laptop, and that'll give you more space laptop. on your keyboard. Yes, ma'am. Mm. All right. Thanks, Stacy. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Okay, guys, you got ten minutes. All righty. All right. Susan. Hey, Susan. Hey, Susan. How are Hi, you? Hi, everybody. I'm having a puzzling situation that I hope you can help me with. I am a new iPhone user, and I've told Siri to call my home phone number. I dictate it number by number, and it doesn't call my home number. Instead, it calls somebody across the country. I'm in Phoenix, and the person it's calling 
is in Tampa, Florida. So what so what you need to do when you want to have your phone call the name of something, like for your home, for example, what you would want to do, so, and this also will prevent errors, you want to go into the address book and label it home and then put the phone number in there and save that into your contacts. Then when you activate Siri and you say call home, it will just call your home. Okay, but what if I you, was telling, yeah, what I was telling Siri was the actual numbers to dial. Like one, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah. eight, nine, zero. You, can, you could try to continue to do that. It might not be perfect all the time. Siri sometimes could be intermittent or maybe do some weird stuff. But the way to make yeah. it so there's not any issues is to create a new contact and just either put it only in the first name. You just put home in the first name spot right there. And then you just go down and put the phone number in. And you can even label it home or whatever you want to whatever you want to label the number. And then you save the contact. And in that contact, okay. that'd be the only information that's in there. But at least that's in your phone now. And so when you say call home, it'll know to call home. Okay. Because it's so gonna search your addresses before it goes out to the internet. Let's say I'm calling a number that's not in my contacts, mm -hmm. but it's calling somebody else. So what how are you telling it that? to call? Are you saying call four five six seven eight nine zero 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 zero? Yes. And and you're saying it with that cadence. You're not pausing in between numbers too much. Correct. And it's okay. calling somebody then, in across the country consistently. It keeps calling her. Then I don't have an answer for you because I think something is mixed up there. In this yeah. instance, I would reach out to Apple Accessibility and say, hey, I'm a voiceover user. Here's the phone number that I'm trying to call. Okay. Unfortunately, Siri is not calling it. One last question. When you tell it to call, are you saying the area code in the phone number or yes. are you saying one yes, the area and code my, in the phone I, number? I'm saying the area code. My area code is 480. Uh -huh. The area code it's calling is 813. Okay. And I'm not using voiceover. I'm just using the phone as is without voiceover. And it's so, doing. you know, something you might want to check, this could happen, I guess, but it wouldn't necessarily be out of the question. But what you could do is you can search your contacts and see if the number that it's calling all the time somehow got saved in your contacts. And if it did, you can delete that contact and then put create a contact with just home labeled for your okay. home and your phone number. Yeah. Because I wonder if somehow there's a contact in your phone that sort of either saved that number or somehow got in there. I'll and to, now yeah. when you say calling home, it thinks that that phone number is attached to it and it's continuously calling that number. Right. So that would be another thing to look at is to check I, your contacts and make I sure it didn't get I, saved I, in there. I, I think I might have myself as home but I haven't been saying call home. I've been saying call the number. And the the 813 number that it is calling is a friend of mine who I've woken up in the middle of the night when I've lost my phone and I'm trying to find it with the other phone. Mm. So mm. I, I guess I should check her name and see if somehow it got my number attached to it. Yeah. Well, here's no, another hint for you number. really quick. It somehow a different how problem. did her number get attached? I don't know who's attached to what. <laughs> well, here's another quick tip for you to solve the problem of having to wake people up in the middle of the night. Yeah. If you turn on on your phone, hey, S lady, I'm not going to say it out loud because it'll activate right. everyone's stuff. Right. If you ever lose your phone and you can't remember in your house where you put it down, all you have to do is yell out, hey, S lady, and then 
you know, she'll make a noise, you know, you right, can ask what the right, weather is or ask what time or anything you want just to you? get it to make a noise. So that except that it wasn't it wasn't S lady that I lost. It was my home phone. Oh, so where did I leave it <laughs> on your base yeah. station? You might have a thing that'll make it beep and then you can go find it that way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good Best luck. Okay. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'll, I'll check my listings. Thank okay. you. Yep. All right. We are not going to get to all these hands because you got five minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Diane Scalzi. Hey, Diane. Hey, Diane. Yeah. Someone was asking about a, a program that will print checks. Uh-huh. For many years, my husband has used, I think it's called Quicken. And, you know, he used to print checks with that all the time. Now, I don't know how accessible it is with a screen reader, for example. I've never tried it. I've never had experience. You know, so my husband still has some sight. And so he can, you know, print checks without having to use voice or over. But I will say that we have been trying our darndest to avoid having to print checks. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we have gone quite electronic as far as paying our bills, you know, and having them taken out of our bank account using PayPal, using what's that other thing, Zelle. And, you know, we, we just, we both just find that to be so much easier. And, but, you know, when Joe has to print a check, he still, rolls out that that I think it's Quicken program and mm-hmm. you know prints his checks that way. So it might be worth checking out and seeing if you can find out how accessible it is and whether it's even still available. I don't know. But th- that's that's what we have that's what we use when we have to use something. Perfect, Diane. Appreciate that. So yeah, check out Quicken and that might help with being able to print checks. So thanks for a lot for that. All right, you've got one more new hand. So All right, let's take that last new hand. Nora. Hey, Nora. Nora, you're muted. Yeah, hi. I'm sorry. Yeah, I am. Yeah, hi. I have a question with my smartphone that I have, the Android smartphone. Uh-huh. Um, I'm wondering if I, to write, if I want to write to someone, like text somebody, I'm wondering how I can enlarge my keyboard, the built-in keyboard on my uh So due to the limited time, I'll give you a brief overview of something to look at, and that might help you. If it doesn't, feel free to come back next week and we can help you further. Where I would go is if you go to the Gboard settings, and if you don't have Gboard, then go to the Play Store and install Gboard. But you can go in and make the keyboard bigger in the Gboard settings. So you want to locate Gboard, go into settings, and then you should be able to make that bigger and take up more of the screen for you. Okay, great. Thank you very much. No worries, Nora. Thanks a lot for your question. And Marty, you want to wrap it up? Thank you. Okay. Maybe we lost Marty. So thanks everyone for tuning in. We appreciate Bell and Sheila for your help today. Don't forget to check out unmute.show for more information and to get a replay of today's content and additional content available. There's also the link to Club Unmute there. We will not be back next Tuesday. However, we'll be the following Tuesday. So just realize there's not an error in your schedule if you don't see Unmute on the 5th. We are not here that day. Thanks a lot, Sheila and Bell, and each and every one of you for joining us today. And have a beautiful rest of your day. 
Okay, everybody. Thanks, y'all. Have a great Bye. afternoon. I'm going to end it for all.